School during the age of the Messiah will happen in three different phases, approximately. That's one way to think about it. So there's between now and the day of the Lord. Uh, technically, it's after the commandment to restore and build Jerusalem, as per the word of God in the book of Daniel, chapter 9. Um, from that point all the way until the day of the Lord, approximately. Uh, it gets a little tricky with the math because there's a temporary period where uh, the Antichrist, the false prophet, and the beast will be telling men to worship them. But let's just say until the day of the Lord. Or you might say until the 69th week, if you know the prophecy. Then um, after that, there's phase two. You might call it phase two. And that's um, at when the devil's in hell. That's a, a period of time that's approximately more than 6,000 years. And then there's phase three. And that's when God makes a new heaven and a new earth, which is mentioned in Old Testament prophecy and New Testament prophecy. And I might do a whole podcast on that. Just about the new heaven and, and the new earth. Because I don't think all I don't think a lot of Jews or Christians know much about that. So I might do a whole prophecy talk on that one day. That'll be just an interesting thing to uh, talk about. But also, um, the school is to prepare people predominantly for a new heaven and a new earth. That's a primary purpose of the school. So in school today, in the world, a lot of the purpose of school is to prepare children for the world so they believe liberal doctrine and are brainwashed into um, doing the wrong thing. Lucifer wants children to go to school so they um, will take the mark of the beast. Lucifer wants children to think that God doesn't exist. He wants children to think that uh, um, they don't need to know the word of God. And then he hopes that you'll take the mark of the beast because of that. So in Israel, we'll um, have a, the most superior school system that's ever been made. And here's how it's going to work. No one will have to attend structured school classes at on a certain time. If mom and dad are too busy, then the children might be late to school. And then they're punished for that. The children are punished, even though they haven't done anything wrong. That's wrong. When children go to school, they're forced to learn bullshit that isn't important. And every man and woman in the whole earth knows that. So in Israel, what we'll do that's superior is uh, a few things. First uh, and foremost, in Israel, they will have knowledge of God included in their classes. So they'll not only learn words like reading and writing, words, spelling, but they'll also learn um, Bible words. So there won't be confusion about the these and the thous and the thines. Those are just words that are specific words. So the word you applies to many people. The replies uh, and thine and thou, they're very specific words that have a particular meaning. So in Israel, they'll know what those words mean. Uh, but in addition, it's not just those words. That's something that they can learn in five minutes. It's easy. Anyone can learn it. They'll also learn um, things that men and women uh, learn in the world. Math. They can learn singing. And school's not mandatory according to the law of God. So something interesting happens when school's voluntary. It actually has to be interesting and worth doing. So when school has things that are interesting and worth doing, it's not games all day. It's knowledge of the world we live in. And you'll find if you go look at um, YouTube, some of the most popular videos, besides comedy and things like that, are things like how stuff works and how stuff is made. 
So in the Israel school system, we'll teach them how things are made. And then when they attend Israel University, they can learn job skills about how they can, as an adult, make those things. So as a youth, they'll have some knowledge about those things. And as an adult, they can have more knowledge. So that means in school, they'll actually be more prepared for work because they'll know about... One of my hopes is that they'll know about every object that's in Israel. Not the whole earth, but in Israel. So they don't need to know how... Um, how to make an airplane jet engine when they're in grade school. That's not important because airplanes, as they are right now, won't always be with us. But in Israel, they'll predominantly have uh, knowledge that you might call everlasting knowledge. There always will be bowls and cups, plates, forks, spoons, knives, and uh, maybe coffee mugs, like different kinds of cups. So if in school they learn about how to, those objects are made, and then in the university they can learn exactly how to make those things with glass blowing or ceramic uh, you know, like bakeware or making them with metal, like in a metal working shop, then men and women who attend uh, university, they'll, they'll have job skills that they can use in a new heaven and a new earth. No matter when they live in the earth, whether it's between now and the um, 69th week or after the devil's in hell and before God makes a new heaven and a new earth, or if it's after when God makes a new heaven and a new earth, it's important to know how to build a house, how to uh, make uh, things in our kitchen, how to make curtains, blankets, and clothing, how to do woodworking. And so they'll learn those skills in um, grade school as well, somewhat. Another thing is grade school doesn't have to take seven hours per day plus 10 hours of homework for 13 years. That's kindergarten plus you know first through 12th grade. It shouldn't be a huge slews of um, unnecessary work and repetition. Now, for men and women that want to learn highly advanced math, they can. If they want to learn uh, the most complicated math systems, if they, if they want to know not only counting, but also addition and subtraction, multiplying and dividing, fractions and decimals, and then the rest of it, what you call geometry and trigonometry, which have a lot of problems with the way they're done in the earth, they're not done correctly, they can learn those things in Israel University. And in time, we might have more and more of the what is actually a perfect math system rather than what we have in the earth. You might not know this, but we have a 10 count base system. Our base count is 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And then it's another 10 count until we get to 20. And our math is based off the 10 count. But uh, and rarely, men and women might discover that, that base 8 count is more useful. And we might, if we understand it, uh, have a perfect math system. The eight, we call it the, um, I call it the famous base eight. So in Israel, we might have that knowledge before anyone else has it in the whole world. And I, I might put that on the Israel data hub. Or I might task other men and women to find it because they might really enjoy that process of discovery. And then they might uh, use the base eight count which is uh, probably a far superior math system than base 10. Now base 10 might make sense, but I don't want to talk about it. So they might learn math. They'll also learn about structural um, architecture. Now you might say, are you gonna teach 12 year olds that? Yes. Children can learn that a roof, the ceiling of a building and the roof of a building is held up by beams. It's large pieces of wood that stand up that are strong enough to hold not only the walls vertically, 
but also can handle shear forces if there's winds and twisting forces such as someone pushing on the house or if um, there's some sort of uh, pressure on the roof it has to be strong enough to hold the roof so they can understand they can understand loading and shear forces and so they can understand those basic concepts and then when they're older when they think to build a house as a, as a man or if they decide to, decide to become a carpenter they'll understand structural loading and shear forces and they might actually design houses that have never been designed before and build houses that have never been built so they can learn practical architecture what you might call functional architecture and engineering uh, at Israel University. Now, these will be completely free. This is my plan anyways. And they'll be able to learn at the Israel Data Hub or um, on like laptops or tablets or something like that and take it to their house and do it for free. Now, they might have to buy a laptop or buy a tablet. And I might just give those to them for those that want to know. Now this is important, we're gonna do this in Israel. And the reason is, what's more important than learning all of this stuff, advanced math, is that we trust God, that's what I think. And that we do all that God has commanded. When we do all that God has commanded, he'll bless us greatly. And if we don't, then he'll curse us. It's important that we do all that God has commanded. And even if there's only a remnant of men uh, and women that are doing all that God has commanded, it's important that we continue doing it even if others aren't because we'll be the ones that survive and we'll be the ones that are in Israel that are blessed by God. And so those things are more important. So in the school system, they'll learn a little bit about God's law, his statutes, his ordinances, the covenant. They might learn about the precept of the covenant. But another thing that they'll learn uh, that you might be interested in is that the school system will only take between one and four years probably to complete instead of 12 years. And then Israel University will have a bunch of micro courses to prepare people to work. So if they have a day where it's raining or they're injured or something happened where they're not working that day, they can go to the Israel University, uh, take a free course, and then learn how to do, let's say, work in a vineyard. And then the next day they might have work and be able to get money. And in Israel, they'll get paid the same day that they work. That's, that's the law. That's what God said. So men and women in Israel, if they work one day, they'll get paid that day, every time, no matter what. Now, in order for that to happen, men and women that hire have to have enough money. So then I'll try to make sure that there's a, a, you know economy in Israel so that this can happen. But the point is, God will do most of this. Maybe all of it. When it's good, it's always done by God. So I'll say that God will do all of it. But what's most important to me about the Israel Data Hub is that it contains knowledge from men and women that are interested in living in the kingdom of heaven where they might have everlasting life. It'll contain knowledge that you might think is not urgent or important. But for men and women, it is. It might have the most common hairstyles for men, three. It won't be like the world where there's thousands of hairstyles for men and most of them are absurd. It might have three hairstyles that are common hairstyles that men might choose. For women, it might have 40 hairstyles or something like that, or 100. But then they can learn hairstyles and different ways to brush their hair. And then, so in Israel, you might say, why would they learn hair brushing if it's God's nation? Well, what we'll have in Israel is the best option. And so, unlike the world where there are hundreds of millions of options, we'll just show, oh, well, this is the best option that everyone prefers, and we'll get rid of the rest because we don't need a whole bunch of garbage options. We'll just show the best option. And uh, I already know a lot of a lot of these things. When I show women how they 
can brush their hair, they often are immediately enthusiastic about it and they start showing other women right away. They're like, I've never heard of this. Another woman thought of it, actually, I think, a lot of it. Actually, several women thought of different options and I just put them together. So, um, maybe a lot of women. But the point is, in Israel, it'll just be the best options. So eventually, as we keep building the Israel data up, it will just be the best options for everything. How to brush your hair, it's the best way. Here's one more option or two more if you want those. The best way to make bread, the best way to make corn. There might be a lot of ways to make bread and corn, so we might put those on there. But also, how to get work, how to build houses, how to build tables and chairs, the best designs. Not every design, the best ones. For houses, we might show the most cost-effective, the most structurally sound, the longest-lasting, the best design if you're planning on doing um, expansions of your house and you want to, you might call it additions. You know, maybe somebody wants to start with a small house and then when they have more children, maybe they want to build additions. You might say, well, this is the best design that anyone's come up with yet. That's important because in Israel, there won't be a bunch of government agencies telling everyone how to do it. There won't be building codes and building inspectors. For men that build houses, They'll just need to know how. That's it. So we'll have the best knowledge for that on the Israel Data Hub. It might take a long time to make it. And so when we go back to the school system, a lot of the school system will, will be to prepare them for life so they can learn how to make every object in Israel. But they'll also learn about other things. Men and women in Israel might think one day to travel the stars in spaceships. So we'll tell them about um, astronomy and actual um, useful things because um, I'm the Messiah and I have knowledge of that. I've traveled to different worlds in spaceships. And so I know how to do that. I know how to build them. And I don't know if I'll give them that knowledge or I think it's better if they find it on their own. But they'll still have the best uh, possible options. And so in school, they might learn about things that uh, many of us are interested in. What is it like on other worlds? What are men and, what are men and women like there? Women and men. What languages do they speak? What do they eat? Are they interested in us visiting them? Um, now for other things such as uh, chemistry, what we'll be doing in Israel is um, I hopefully will have an increasingly large number of research and discovery groups looking for alternative options for chemistry. Now, for those of you that have considered everlasting life, this might be interesting because in the kingdom of heaven on earth, we're not going to have giant chemical uh, fat manufacturing facilities with poisonous chemicals that poison the water for thousands of years. So instead, we're going to have alternatives or even better, like the better options. So instead of using soaps that go into the water and poison the water, you might say they're not poisoning the water. Can you drink your laundry water? If you put laundry soap in water, would you drink it? No, it would poison you. You know that. Even if you say, well, it's not just poisonous, it's just a bad taste. Well, you're weird. And I know that we wouldn't drink laundry water, but the point is we want to make, uh, if we're going to use chemicals like that, we want to use uh, different options that are non-toxic and aren't poisoning the whole earth. And what's important to me about that is that once we have that knowledge, we'll put it on the Israel Data Hub. So increasingly we'll have what you call scientific knowledge. I just call it knowledge about how to do stuff. But um, knowledge about things like better adhesives. Adhesives are some of the most toxic chemicals in the whole world. 
They off gas uh, poisonous gases that go in the air and are harmful to our lungs. They're very harmful to children and the adhesive companies know this. That's one of the reasons they put the disclaimers on there. But they also use adhesives in carpet and in the houses, there's other toxic chemicals. So men that make new houses, they'll often tell you if you ask them that it's generally recommended that no children are in a new house for at least two years because there's so many dangerous toxic chemicals being off-gassed by the paint and the carpet adhesive, as well as maybe some other chemicals like the fiberglass uh, stuff that's in the fiberglass. Uh, I think there's something that off-gasses it now. I don't know what it is. I don't know everything. Um, so we'll build houses differently. We won't build them with toxic chemicals. But in Israel, they might look at alternative wood sealants, things that aren't toxic. Because when we have a new heaven and a new earth, it can't be like this. Currently, people buy food in plastic containers and throw it in the garbage, and that goes to a landfill or it's dumped in the ocean. And that, that plastic, no matter where it ends up, might not decompose for millions of years. Or some of it billions, depending on the kinds. But probably millions. And when it decomposes, it's now just tiny bits of plastic. So we're not going to have giant landfills when God makes a new earth. It will be perfect. So instead of garbage all over the ground, we'll be using natural things that return to dirt when we're done using them. And things like glass are things that can be melted down again after the glass breaks and be made into a glass again. So it'll be real recycling. And when we burn things, we'll burn things like wood that don't produce toxic chemicals that go into the air to kill everyone. So we'll have research and uh, discovery in Egypt, um, excuse me, in Israel. So in the Israel uh, school system, they'll learn about stars and worlds and space and uh, how to measure those distances maybe. The world has a hard time with that now. So in Israel, we might innovate some other ways to measure them for the future. It's not an urgent thing. It needs to be done right away. It doesn't need to be done right away. Um, we might also um, have knowledge of uh, other things, such as how to be a parent. But they will also have knowledge there of God's law. And many of you might think that's odd, but that's the law we'll have in Israel. It's the best law. And in the world today, they do teach the law. Uh, they just teach the world's law in school rather than God's law. But also they teach a lot of things that are a bit superfluous. They teach a lot of um, arbitrary history. And I know a lot of you know that history might be important because you know the saying, those that don't know history are doomed to repeat it. Well, here's my saying, those that do know history sometimes still see it repeated. So um, they'll learn some history and stuff like that. But that's kind of a toss about what will be taught in the Israel school system because the vast majority of history is a huge time sink. And predominantly what we learn about history, um, not only is it various, but what's available on the internet these days and in schools, it's well known to be contrived in order to cause people to think certain things. So I'm not overly excited about learning world history. And one of the reasons is in Israel, where they do uh, what's right in God's eyes and things like that, it might be a lot better for a lot of other reasons. So they might not make those same dumb mistakes. Like Israel is never going to be a, one of those nations that goes out and conquers the whole world. 
So they don't have to learn all that stuff about other nations and conquest. And they won't be like the, the, um, the men and women in the Middle Ages. Uh, it'll be a lot different in Israel. So they won't have to learn all of that stuff. But there's more. Um, things like geography. They'll, they'll be able to learn geography. But also on the Israel Data Hub, they'll have information there the way that men and women think to use it. So an example is um, when we need to know something about the law, for instance, in the world, you might go to try to find law books or you might find an expert who knows the answers to those things. Or if you need to do a very complicated math question, you might use a calculator. Or if you need to know something about history, you'll go use a history book and look up the answer and find a reference, like encyclopedias, which are much more useful than history classes. They're much more of a reference. So a lot of that knowledge that they try to force kids to memorize is actually stuff that we mostly use as a reference. So if they have just a general history of, of the whole world, and they're like, well, there were nations that tried to conquer the whole world, and here's a little story about Babylon or the Crusades or Persia, then they can go later and learn that on their own, which is typically what happens anyways. So being able to um, reference information as adults is much more useful than trying to force children to memorize it. But there's more. Um, when men and women um, are children and they grow up, a lot of what they're doing is they're hoping to be prepared to be an adult. So in high school, for instance, if they take an accounting class, the school might think to teach them about, um, you know, adding up how much money is in the bank. But in Israel, they might have interest in other things. Like when do they choose whether to work for someone else or to start a business? If they choose to buy like a wheat field or a vineyard or a blacksmith shop, when do they buy it and what mistakes would they make to make them lose money? And so having general business knowledge for men and women is actually very, very, very useful. And so they'll... So when I was in school, I, I took accounting, but I also took uh, other math, geometry, trigonometry, algebra, that kind of stuff. And what I found when I attended these math classes is I kept thinking, okay, I've learned all this and I know that it's useful, but um, when do they start teaching things that are really practical, like the practical application of algebra, for instance? And I'd get to the next level and they still didn't teach it. So in Israel University, it'll always have the practical application with every lesson when they learn higher math. It won't just be like how to solve an equation it would also show exactly when we might make that equation, what the practical application of that equation is, and when we can solve it in a better way or something. Like, it'll just be practical. It'll be a short, straight to the point kind of thing. No bullshit. Especially when we're when we're kids, it's the same. If there's a load of bullshit in the class, everyone knows it. And we're like, fuck that. I'm not here to. I'm not here to learn dumb bullshit. So the Israel school system and the Israel university will be very similar. No bullshit. Just because they're kids doesn't mean we have to disrespect them.